Welcome to a new episode of Saturday Soundbites, the vibrant and powerhouse podcast where we discuss all things visibility strategy, public relations, marketing, advertising, branding, and earned media engagement. My name is Veronica V. Sofer, and I'm your host. You know, your personal brand is the basis of your visibility strategy, and I'm committed to bringing you innovative, passionate, and successful experts who are going to teach you how to develop and enhance your visibility strategy. So whether you're an established business owner, online entrepreneur, or working professional, Saturday Soundbites is going to be your go-to podcast to hear from experts and learn executable tasks that you can start today. Be sure to check out my website, veronicavsofer.com, to learn more about what you need to have a strong and impactful visibility strategy and to see some of the powerful courses I have created for those of you who are really ready to do it DIY style. So let's get started. Hello, hello, and welcome to Saturday Soundbites. I'm your host, Veronica Sofer, and I am thrilled to be here on Saturday Soundbites, where we talk all things visibility strategy. That's right. We talk about how to show up for yourself and for your business, whether it's advertising, marketing, public relations, or all those important components that really, really tell everyone who you are. That's what we're here to do. We're, talk we're talking about putting all those pieces together. And today I have a guest that's really going to dive deeper into that conversation to talk about how you can show up boldly and increase your visibility strategy. Because there's a lot more work than just having the right logo and having the right tagline. There's a lot of inside work that has to get done. And the coach I'm bringing to you today is phenomenal. So I can't wait to bring her on. But first, let's take care of some housekeeping. If you are listening on the podcast, make sure you hit subscribe. We don't want you to miss any episode of Saturday Sound Bites on your favorite podcast platform. If you're watching on Facebook or YouTube, let us know you're watching by making some comments so that my guests and I can go back and connect. All right. Very excited to have our guest on today. Again, we talk about all the components that make up a strong visibility strategy, but sometimes we need to talk about the fundamental parts of your visibility strategy. And that is what Luann is going to be sharing with us. She's joining us. Good morning, Luann Horstman. Thank you for joining us. Yeah, thank you for having me, Veronica. I really appreciate it. Thank you. Oh, I'm so excited that we're talking about this because there are a lot of technical parts to a strong visibility strategy, but at the, at the core, there's a lot of work that has to get done. And that's where you come in. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Well, I was a nurse for 27 years. I worked in the neonatal ICU and I ended up having to uh, leave there due to some back issues. And I decided I, I wasn't done yet. I still had a lot to, to give yet. So I decided to go into coaching um, and I love working with people. Uh, initially, I decided I was going to do other things. But as I was struggling myself as a, a new coach and I found myself becoming uh, not getting any clients because I was not being visible. People didn't know what I did. They didn't know how I could serve them. I was kind of hiding behind the screen of my computer and doing things that really weren't moving my business forward. So I just, I just felt like I really needed to serve other people that were in the same situation and help them get out of that. Oh yeah, that's so. There's so many people who are in that space. They're ready to to move forward, but they're they've got some blocks. Um, what are some of the challenges that you find that entrepreneurs or even traditional professionals are struggling with um, when it comes to their visibility? Oh yes, a lot of us get stuck in the procrastination of actually getting started because we think we have to have everything perfect, and it's really a mindset thing we have to work on that. If we don't get out there and share it with people, we won't be able to become more and more iterated into 
closer to perfection. And just to realize that perfection is really uh, an unrealistic expectation of ourselves. Mm -hmm. We really can't reach perfection on this side of earth. (laughs) So I think that, you know, we need to uh, focus on doing our best and getting out there and learning from our people that we're serving what we can do better. Mm -hmm. And why do you think folks um, struggle with that? I mean, do you feel like there's a certain type of personality? Obviously, entrepreneurs have vision and they've taken and they have enough courage to take that step. But what do you think are some of the traits that that are more common with this kind of issue? Yes, I think a lot of us, especially women, are givers. We tend to give and that we become uncomfortable with the idea of um, not just giving, we want to uh, overgive. Instead of receiving um, back from our people, we want to give all the time. And that makes us less comfortable with being um, visible because we want to, uh, if we are visible and we, we call out to people, then we have to get into the interaction of sales. Yeah. And sales is probably um, exciting for some folks and not exciting for others. So talk to us a little bit about how you work with your clients to coach them through that next phase. So they've gotten a little bit, maybe they had a, um, maybe they had a story written about them and someone's intrigued by the work that they do. Then there's the next part. How do you step in and help them with that? Oh, yes. I love to help people with this because it's so important for people to understand that sales are service. It's a service. You're helping people make a decision. You're not pushing. You're not being salesy. You're being a helper. You're being an assistant to make a good decision for themselves. You're not going to be pushy. You're going to be a person that is like a counselor or or somebody that can help them make that decision in a good way with having all the information in front of them as to how you could help them or have another resource for them. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And how do you, what are some of the strategies and techniques that you use in your coaching that has really helped people start showing up for their business? Because we, we invest in brands, we invest in logos and color palettes, we invest in advertising, but some people aren't investing in themselves. And I think that's where you really shine in this space. Yes, I think that a lot of it is our inner work. We have to do the inner work before we can get out there. We have to get the inner work that we are valuable and what we have to give is valuable. We have such value inside of us. We have this inner knowledge that we need to share with other people. And if we don't share it, there are people out there waiting for that message. And if you don't get that message out there, you can't help those people that are waiting for you. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And do you feel like introverts struggle more than extroverts or how, what are some of the, the um, patterns that you see when you're working with different kinds of folks? Yes. I think introverts do struggle with this more because we feel like um, very, we, our energy gets sucked by being with people a lot. Yeah, we need to be able to uh, recharge and and give ourselves permission to recharge afterwards. Mm -hmm. And I think that a lot of us put that pressure on ourselves that we have to be something other than an introvert. We have to be an extrovert. And we really we don't have that ability to switch it. We have Mm -hmm. to understand our unique um, power of being an introvert. We have a lot of introspection that we do and that we can share uh, that with other people uh, that we have learned inside of ourselves by being alone. And we just are just have grown ourselves that to that extent. 
Mm -hmm. And and I think that's so interesting you say that because when I know when I'm working with clients and um, I'm proposing that maybe they um, are featured on a new show, the nervousness, especially for an introvert, is so real. And um, I think once people have connected with their purpose, then it's easier to tell their story. It's easier to sell their services, if you will, because they no longer connect to it as them, but they connect to it as the service. So I love that you said that. Um, I think that's so important and people are missing that component. Mm -hmm. I think that it's for me, especially knowing my why was the really important way I became more visible because I knew that I could make a difference in women's lives so that they could bring that on to their children and their children's children. Uh, my grandchildren, I, I don't want them to struggle the way I did in, in elementary and junior high. And I want them to know that they can be uh, able to fail and learn from it instead of seeing it as a judgment upon themselves, that they are able to go out there and fail forward and be able to learn from it. And, and to acknowledge that they don't know everything, mm-hmm. that it's okay to learn as you go. Mm-hmm. That um, I wonder if you see that leaders struggle with that concept, right? Like we we work with our young people, we want our kids and our grandkids to learn those life lessons, but I wonder if leaders struggle with that because as you were saying that, it struck a, a little chord inside of me, and I was like, "Oh, yeah, I do need to learn from my from my trips and my fumbles." And so, has that shown up in your business at all? Oh yes. Oh yes. I've done a lot of that (laughs) failing forward thing. And I think that, you know, it's really taught me that I don't have to judge myself for being less than perfect right now. I think Mm -hmm. that was a big thing that I struggled with is my perfectionism. I wanted everything to be all the ducks in a row before I would put myself forward. And you really, I couldn't put them in a row until I really learned from my people that I wanted to serve. Mm-hmm. And how do you learn that? I'm curious, what are some of your strategies or how do you work with clients um, around that conversation? Because it, for some people might be really, really deep work. And for others, they may have started some of this work in different parts of their lives. But as a, as a visibility coach, how do you help people get to the point where they're ready to start doing that? Sure. A lot of it is a morning routine where they take some time. They need to take time to Uh, envision themselves at their future self that is able to be visible, their self that as a person that is powerfully and visibly out there. And they also need to acknowledge their value. And one of the things I find that's really helpful is um, one of the things I've learned from Mel Robbins is doing a high five in the mirror. Okay. That mirror work of telling yourself, I am a wonderful coach. I have a lot to give. I am able to be visible and be powerfully and comfortably in front of people. And by doing that, looking yourself in the eye each day, you build that persona inside of yourself. Mm -hmm. Oh, I love that. So um, I'm vaguely familiar with those exercises. And um, as as soon as you said that, I was like, wait a second, I hear that strategy a lot in the the mindset and positive wellness space. So um, I love that you reminded uh, reminded us of that. What are some of the other strategies and techniques that you use um, that have worked well for entrepreneurs as they're launching this path towards being more confident and showing up in their business with their visibility? One of the things that I do is I have people practice in a safe space. 
I want them to practice being like doing a Facebook live or doing a reel in a safe space where they can make mistakes and not feel discomfort. I think that that's a big part of doing this is getting past that initial stress factor. We all stress out when we're, we're afraid. Sure. That's natural. And what happens is our brain just doesn't have the blood flow and you can't concentrate. So unless you build that up, you have to build that up slowly where you can um, have less and less fear as you do it over and over, you have less fear. And as you see yourself being more successful, you have that less fear. So you're able to concentrate and you're able to do it very well. Mm -hmm. Oh, I like that. Practice makes perfect. We talk about that all the time. And um, we're not shooting for perfectionism. We're just practicing for being better than how we were yesterday. Um, So I love that you said that. And for people who are curious about how coaching works, what, what, um, does that look like? You know, during the pandemic, a lot of people had to pivot their businesses and they were looking for new resources and figuring out what the online space looked like. What is it, what is it like to work with the coach? What should someone expect? Someone should expect somebody that is going to leave them feeling positive about themselves. They should be uplifted when they leave that session. They should know something new every session. I think that there's always a aha that they should go away with. I think that you uh, should expect somebody to um, be able to ask the questions that are difficult sometimes. Sometimes it's hard to um, say things out loud to yourself. And sometimes it takes a powerful question of a co- of a good coach to uh, bring that out of you. And you have to trust that coach. You have to be within a safe zone. You need to be able to trust them to share something that you may have never shared with anybody else before Mm -hmm. and be vulnerable. And by being vulnerable, they can help actually help you by knowing what you're struggling with. They have ways to help you through that. Like one of the things I love to help people with is heal those past things that are getting in their way. And the other thing I love to help people with is the double binds that we get ourselves into, mm-hmm. like one foot on the uh, the gas and one on the brake at the same time. Or if one of us wants to be uh, very successful and part of us is like, I'm not sure if I, I'm comfortable with that. Mm-hmm. Working through those double binds using some NLP p- p- techniques is really so powerful. Yeah. I've seen so much change in people by do, just doing that one exercise. They've seen some big changes. Yeah. No, I love that. Um, tell me a little bit about how you incorporate NLP into your coaching. I know some some folks are familiar with um, neurolinguistics programming, others are not. But for those of you who are considering working with a coach or learning more about how to improve your mindset and grow your business, this is an important factor because there are different philosophies. There are lots of different strategies and techniques, and you mentioned it. And I think for some some of our audience, that might be really intriguing to learn more about. Yes. One of the things that I find fascinating is the way our brain works. Our brain is so intricate and so fascinating. And one of the things to know about our brain is that we have this neuroplasticity, which means that we have this flexibility in our brain to redo things like One of the things that you can do in your brain is that by repeating things over and over, they become automatic. And by stopping doing, uh, by substituting a different thing, not by resisting that other thing, by substituting something new, you form a new pathway that becomes automatic and you let that other pathway break apart. 
Yes, I love that. And that's so important. And, you know, we in the in the um, education space, that's a strategy and a technique that has been used for for decades, really mm-hmm. helping kids, especially in our special ed programs, learn those strategies. But I just recently have seen it maybe in the last 10 or 15 years in adults in a corporate setting, because before then we weren't using the science um, in, in to grow as a business leader, much less an entrepreneur. Yes, because habits are so important. They're so ingrained into our lives. And by developing routines, we save energy. We say we are so much more productive and we save the energy in our brain, which just sucks the energy. You know, our brain takes a lot of glucose, a lot of energy. And by making a lot of things routine, we save the, the brain power for willpower, which can help us make decisions because our brain is 95% subconscious and only 5% conscious. We need that extra willpower in our conscious to make new decisions. Oh, that's so true. That's so true. And um, you talked early on about the voices, you know, those negative voices or those (laughs) negative thoughts that prevent us from being visible. And I wonder how that shows up for your clients after they've worked with you, especially doing some of this brain work. Um, Can you share with us a couple of stories about how some of your clients have really done the hard work of getting down to the core of who they are and who they want to be for their business so they can show up better? Yeah, I think that the the best story I can tell you on that one is that by working through the fear of being visible, by working through the not feeling valuable, not understanding the value of what you bring was so powerful for this lady. She just really blossomed after Mm -hmm. she understood the value she brought to her people that she wanted to serve the value inside her. That's innately there. Mm-hmm. And our, the a whole uh, picture of her inner self being like so powerfully built and wonderfully made that they have the power to go out there and just make a difference. And it just really made her on fire, ready to go. Wow. That's fantastic. That's so inspiring. I love that people, um, have seeked out support to grow their businesses because we know that businesses, whether you're just starting out or you're growing it, you need a, a lot of different kinds of support. And some people aren't taking the time to invest in, in supports like this, because this is really uh, as the visionary and as the leader, this is the kind of stuff that's going to make a, a difference in how you show up. Um, how do you work with uh, groups? Do you, do you, obviously you're working with entrepreneurs and women, especially, how do you um, support the rest of their team to have this vision continue through their business? One of the things I help them with is, is to form uh, their their message that they're going to share with their clients. This message is so important. It needs to be benefit driven. It needs to be something that is going to appeal to where they are right now. I think a lot of times we appeal to people that are at our own level. Mm-hmm. We need to think about the people where the level of where they are right now and mm-hmm. what words they use, not words that we like the techno words that we use about, you know, the client, the coachy words that we use a lot of times, we need to get that simplified into language that everyday people will use. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that makes their girlfriend or their husband, not at, you know, when they're laying down on the pillow and they're sharing what they're thinking, you know, we mm-hmm. need to express it that way. Yeah, no, that's great. So Luann, if someone were interested in working with you, what does that look like? How do you work in particular? How do people connect with you? And, and um, what would that, what would their expectations be of, of, of a call with you? 
yes, a call with me. Uh, I actually do a hybrid situation where they have a group, a community of like-minded people, and they do one-to-one with me. So we have group coaching calls, and then we have one-to-one calls. And by incorporating both of those things of community and support of people that are in the same situation, plus the one-on-one work of the healing inside and understanding your your personal value and all the things that you can do with NLP techniques is that um, it's a perfect blend. I think mm-hmm. that you both of the, you know, both of those things together. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I've gone ahead and put your website down there so people can connect with you. And if you are listening on the podcast, it's boldlyvisibleyou.com. That's in the show notes. Luanne, when someone gets on a call and they start sharing with you what their goals are, um, when you uh, listen to what their needs might be. What's a timeline, a reasonable timeline someone can expect for them to start, start the work and start to see some progress. I know everyone's different and every situation is different, but generally speaking, if you're, if you've never worked with a coach before, what could you expect? Sure. It takes some time and it takes a lot of, um, they have to put their work into it. It's really important if they have the good at work ethic and they're willing to do what they're asked to do and really dig deep, it can be like three months. And then, but usually I like to work with people for six months because I, I can help them cement those habits that will keep them growing in the right direction. Mm-hmm. That's wonderful. And are you working with folks in person or just um, virtually these days? Just virtually right now. Yeah, I love virtual and that you can bring people from all over. I mean, I've speak, spoke to people in Portugal and Spain and I mean, just everywhere, Canada and Mexico. I mean, it's just like, it's just nice to be able to bring these people from all over and share uh, different viewpoints. I just think it really helps you grow as a person and it just helps you see a different viewpoint. Mm-hmm. And you have a community um, you shared. Um, and so that probably brings in, now that you have this global clientele, that probably brings in a lot of perspectives that probably really help people that you wouldn't get in your normal circle of, of, of reach, of influence. Exactly. Exactly. I love that part of it. I just love mm-hmm. seeing uh, the different cultural things that people bring in too. It mm-hmm. just helps you understand that um, a different viewpoint than we get in the U.S. always. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know that's so important. All right. Any last parting tips for anyone who's struggling with showing up in their business? Um, I know we we make it sound really easy, like, well, with the right logo and the right color palette and tagline, you can be visible, but you're talking about much deeper work. And um, I want to make sure our listeners are left with a couple of tips on on how to start showing up. So with all the right branding and with all the right language, uh, it, they're all supporting each other in a cohesive way of, of, of a strong visibility strategy. Mm-hmm. And plus, it's so important for them to be with people that um, are either above or at least at the same level, because the, you know, the, the, the level of your, the average of the level of the yes. five people that you're with the most often, and by staying with people that are going to uplift you and bring you to a higher level. I think that's so important, especially with visibility. If you're, you know, if you're with people that are saying, I'm afraid of being visible, you're going to, you know, not be able to grow. And the other thing is that I think that journaling myself, I love to journal. Um, I think that by starting the morning by saying, this is what I'm going to let go of. Mm -hmm. And this is what I'm grateful for. Keeps that Mm -hmm. smile not in your face, inside and outside on, on your face. And then also to um, how do I best show up today? What can I do to uh, 
be my most powerful self. Oh, those are great tips. Yeah, no, great tips. Journaling is is definitely one of my favorites, expressing gratitude and then just having a commit for commitment to how to show up. Very, very powerful, Luann. Thank you so much. I have enjoyed this conversation and, and, and I think that our listeners have gotten some great tips and I just appreciate your time and sharing your expertise. Well, thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate being here. I would just enjoy talking with you. Oh, great. All right, guys. Luann Horstman, I'm going to put her website up. If you are listening, it is boldlyvisibleyou.com. It's also in the show notes. So make sure you connect with Luann. And uh, if you're in the market for a coach, visibility isn't just about advertising and marketing and public relations. You also have to do some of the hard work so that you can be connected to your why and really show up in your business. So make sure you connect with Luann. If you are listening on the podcast, make sure you hit subscribe. We don't want you to miss any episodes of Saturday Soundbites. And if you are watching us on Facebook or YouTube, drop some comments so that we can go back and connect. I hope everyone has a fantastic week. We will catch you next time on Saturday Soundbites. And with that, I will wrap up this episode by sending you lots of positive energy and light. 